It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. What's up? Hey! Welcome to the After 9 Podcast. Scott Fox, Kat Callahan, After 9. We just finished our FM radio show on 91.5 The Beat, and now we're here in the podcast studio, which it was very kind of them to build this for us, and After 9 continues. Um, we get text messages during our show, which I love, by the way. Working in radio and be able to, being able to just get communication from people via text, which is how we all communicate anyway, is fantastic. But anyway, the number um, is 519-571-2328. But somebody texted this morning saying, you, Kat, um, told us you were going to talk about moving in your house and stuff, and then you just completely ignored it and stopped talking about it. So I apologize. I forgot to mention it in the, in the next podcast. So rude. So rude. Um, I'm two weeks away from moving now. Oh, that's right. <laughs> the holidays are here and you've got to move everything. Well, the most frustrating part for me, it isn't even the packing right now, is that I'm getting so jealous seeing people put up their Christmas trees and getting excited and everything else. And I can't even do anything because I'm moving. And I would love to just be able to contact the people in my new house and be like, can I just put my lights up now? Because like, I'm going <laughs> to, I know I don't own the house yet, but I'm going to. Let me just do it. So quick question. When you move into this house, are you feeling like I have less than a month to get this place completely unpacked and cleaned and ready to entertain for Christmas? Or are you just saying nobody's coming to my new house? We'll see you in 2020. Oh, no, we're hosting. We're hosting two Christmases. Wow. Yeah. I have no problem with it and I'm not too worried about it. Do you hate free time? Yeah, this is the thing, right? Honestly, I'm so busy as is with two little kids. I don't care. Add that to it. While the kids are playing, we'll unpack some things. It doesn't bother me. I also have a husband. He's a go-getter. He's an efficient guy. And he will, trust me, when he says it'll be, it'll happen, it'll be done, we'll be unpacked within a few days, we will be. Hmm. He'll stay up late doing it. He'll have fun doing it. He loves organizing um, and stuff like that. And so do I, honestly. So I'm kind of excited about it that I'll be able to unpack my Christmas stuff right away and then just put it all out, which is great. You have a career. You have two young kids and you're moving at Christmas. I know. You're a lunatic. I'm a lunatic. <laughs> you is what are I am. Nuts. That's a nice way to put it, by the way. You could have said a lot of things about me. I have a that few was, other adjectives. <laughs> that was a nice way to put it. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little, uh, I know. People have said that. Like, how are you doing that and staying sane? I don't know. We've started pretty early, though, knowing that we were going to move. Um, anyway, and I'm moving from Cambridge to Kitchener because someone else was unsure. They're like, so is Scott moving to Kitchener and you're moving to Cambridge? I'm like, no, 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 no. So I'm moving from Cambridge to Kitchener. And Scott will eventually be moving to the area as well from Milton. Although I say Cambridge, but likely Cambridge. Right? Likely Cambridge. So, and then they said. That's where I grew up. And then I found out Scott's coming to Cambridge, so I'm moving to Kitchener. It can't which, happen with we're us not both allowed in the same to be, city. We're not allowed to live in the same city. No. For those that don't know. Uh, no. <laughs> I was going to move anyway, though. That's the thing that people don't understand. They think because, oh, well, you got the job at the beat, so you're moving to Kitchener. No, we were going to move anyway. And when I was all set to go back to the other station. Uh-huh. Uh, we wanted to make the move while my husband was off. My husband's currently on a paternity leave, so he has a little more time, although we have two kids, so I know that's a funny notion that you have time. But you know what I mean. So we were initially going to move not far from where we are now. I just was really, I just want a green space. I want nothing behind me. That was my thing. I want a little more privacy, to be honest with you. That's why I'm moving out of my neighborhood. So it was more about me moving out of my neighborhood or my house. I'm sorry, I shouldn't say my neighborhood. My neighborhood's great. But I wanted to move out of my house and find another house it just so happened that we got offered a terrific offer and we got a great job and it happens to be in Kitchener so I kind of went 
beyond my span of just my bubble of Cambridge looking, and I found this amazing spot in Kitchener. I'm so excited to go move into. Will you post any pictures once you're in and set up? I will. Obviously, I'm not going to make them obvious and where exactly I live because I think most of us in this business wouldn't do that and I have two little kids so I won't but yes absolutely I've got nothing in my backyard I've got green space and I will likely post lots of photos of me having a drink on one of my decks drinking fantastic from the deck and you're welcome to come by the way thank you you and I would like to meet your can you your lover stop saying lover Lover. it's a shitty way to say well you don't want to call her girlfriend and I understand that so I just no 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 I'm okay with calling her girlfriend I don't want to be boyfriend okay that's a it's very confusing because you're so particular. It's like, juvenile. Ah. <laughs> it feels juvenile. It's not, but it feels that way. I feel like I'll come up with my own nickname for her eventually once I get to know her, and then I'll just call her that, and I'll say this person. However, I won't give her name away just yet. But well, um, it's her privacy guys, I'm worried about. <laughs> absolutely. I don't blame you. I know. Uh, I don't blame you, but I will. Uh, my husband and I already said, oh, my gosh, yeah. So Scott and his lover girlfriend will Stop. come over mm-hmm. when we are all moved in and the bar will be open for you my dear thank you i love you, it you know it um okay so there's a couple of different things that we're gonna a couple of other things that we're gonna cover in this podcast because we didn't do one yesterday so this might go a little long i hope you don't mind we try and keep them to 20 minutes or less so they're easy to listen to we have uh, a couple of sexy type things and we've got jess allen do you want to do jess allen first or save her till the end oh goodness um Let's do the sexy time things first and save the uh, Jess Allen stuff for the end. Okay. You can uh, skip ahead if that's why you downloaded this podcast. If that headline looked enticing to you, you can skip ahead. But I recommend you listen to this because it's an important warning. Doctors warn women, stop using your electric toothbrush as a vibrator. Uh, Just because something vibrates doesn't mean you got to get randy with it. A gynecologist in England warning women not to follow what's apparently a new trend, using your electric toothbrush as a vibrator. A new trend. Oh, people have been doing that for a long time, dude. Um, oh, sorry, ma'am. She says you risk damaging the sensitive skin down there by using a device that's not intended to go there. Plus, it's really not hygienic to use the same device on your teeth and your vagina. Well, we're talking about people who use it for the... I figured someone just bought an electric toothbrush for that because sometimes the price of those other objects are quite high. So maybe they decided to purchase this in. Well, this, at Walmart, you can get a $5 vibrating toothbrush. I'll just use that. Yeah, who says Walmart doesn't sell vibrators? So just go on over to the pharmacy. So you're telling me there's some people who use both ends for two different things? I think they use the same end. I mean, the bristles are expensive. When you buy the, like, the Oral-B refills, I think you get three of them for practically the price of a brand new electric toothbrush. But that's the part that vibrates, isn't it? I don't think the handle vibrates, does it? I don't think so. In any case, yeah. If you put it in your mouth and brush your teeth with it, stop sticking it in your vagina. That's a problem. You shouldn't do that. Is it just that that they're sticking it or is there other things happening? Well, it could be uh, both ends. Who knows? Okay. Listen, the vibrating function of a toothbrush, as magical as that might feel on your gums, and you get that nice clean feeling after you've used a good vibrating toothbrush, after it's freshly charged and you're like, yeah, my mouth feels good. Don't stick it in your vagina after that. That's, I don't know. I thought that was a no-brainer. And maybe maybe you are missing that part in your love life where you don't have that vibrating sensation that you feel like you need for those intimate times. Just buy a fucking vibrator. 
You don't have to be embarrassed. Everybody's got one, don't is they? Is that what it is? Maybe there's a little bit of embarrassment. But yeah. they ship it right to your door and it's, it's it's all sealed up and they can't nobody can see what it is. Is it? I think. It doesn't say like uh, a stag shop on the box or the love shop and then the guy at Canada Post knows you're getting ready for a good fun time? I would assume. So let's use the stag shop as a great example, a great Canadian company. So I think they're Canadian company. Like you can based, even shop naked online. Right, exactly. So let's say that I guarantee you they will make sure that nobody knows so that like the post office worker, because mine, I talk to all the time. You talk to your post office delivery I, person? Yeah. Really? He has to come to the door if, if we purchase any weed. Right? Oh, right. And he needs to get that identification. It's always me home. Even when I was pregnant, mm-hmm. right? Because when I was first legal, I was pregnant. He would come to the door and I'd be pregnant signing off for the suite. And I'd have to go out of my way to be like, this is not for me. I'm obviously not doing this. Stocking up for nine months Please. from now. Please. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm going to get so uh, fucked up once yeah. this kid's born. <laughs> What's worse? <laughs> but I'd imagine that they wouldn't make it so that it was awkward or the parcel is sitting at your door and it just has like, like you said, like a stag shop logo or something on it. I think that those companies, one would assume I've never ordered online. Um, but they're discreet enough. I would, I would think and hope so. Or just walk into the store. There's nothing wrong no. with it. Go in, get yourself a dildo and have a good time. And ask the people <laughs> questions. That's why they work there. They are, I assume they're experts in their field. How do you become an expert on that? You try. Is there like a course you, you, that you take? I, I Is there an exam? Yeah, I would bet that you try <laughs> as much as you possibly can. And they would encourage you to do that. Yeah, I wonder if that's one of the perks of working there. Like all the sex toys you can handle. Try them out in case everybody wants to ask questions. We should just call a stag shop and ask them. How does it work? How does it I'm work? I'm okay with doing that. We could do that one day and just ask a couple questions. Okay, future podcast. What have we learned from this? Okay, I'm taking a note. Gynecologist reminding you, please don't use your electric toothbrush in your intimate areas. Uh, BarkBox, you know them. That's a great little service. If you uh, Personally, it seems like an unnecessary expense to me, but if you really like to spoil your dog, they will send you a different treat regularly in the mail. Pops up on my Facebook all the time. They do great with those sponsored posts, don't they? They're apologizing for making a Thanksgiving dog toy that looks exactly like a fleshlight. In case you don't know what a fleshlight is, do you know what a fleshlight is? Um, okay, so uh, correct me if I'm wrong. This is for a male body part, correct? Yep. You and put your dick you, in it. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> and it looks like a flashlight, but with realistic lady parts on the end of it. Um, and we, <laughs> and the team at BarkBox, in their most recent monthly subscription box, sent out a Thanksgiving dog toy that's supposed to look like pigs in a blanket. Unfortunately, pigs in a blanket looks very much like a vinyl vagina. You don't happen to have a photo of that, do you? I do not. And people started commenting on social media. Why would they send this? Others had no idea that it resembled a fleshlight because they've never actually seen a fleshlight. Is this a problem? (laughs) I guess it's a problem if you own a flashlight and you come home and think, ah, fuck, the dog's eating my sex toys. <laughs> oh, Rocky, down. That, that's mine. Get out of my... Oh, wait. Oh, oh my bad. No, that's, that's your flashlight. No, that's yours. I can't fit in this. That's yours. <laughs> this is what it you looks like. You and your like. little dog pecker can have a good time with that. Let me see here. So there's the real deal, and then there's uh, the toy. Oh, it does look like a flashlight. Yep, you're absolutely right. Oh, I see it. Before you DM or text tomorrow morning, no, I don't have a flashlight. You got one, Scott? I can see that coming. 
There's your answer right now. No, I do not have a fleshlight. Uh, do you got one? Hey, bro, you got one? I see it, except for this has a little curly tail. Yeah, but that could be like an extra big labia or something like that. Who yeah, knows? Yeah, it, do- it does look dirty. When you made those toys, or whoever, when they made them in China, inevitably, did they not realize that kind of resembles something filthy? Is that what they were going for? Is pigs in a blanket? Or were they trying to make a flashlight that got a little fucked up and they said, all right, just send it to the dogs? <laughs> they accidentally made it out of plush material. Well, that's not going to work at all. That's going to absorb the shit out of that stuff. I'm telling you, the first 25 seconds are going to be great. After that, your dick will be on fire. <laughs> You're going to have to wash after every use thoroughly. Use it once and throw it out. It's ruined. Oh, this smells. This stinks, but I'm going to keep using it. I got nothing else. Horrible. (laughs) Just use a face cloth like everybody else. Oh, my God. You didn't know that? I'm not asking any further questions. Just if you have face cloths at home, just throw them out. (laughs) (laughs) Don't use them on your face. If you're at Scott's house anytime soon (laughs) and you're staying as a guest and he has a a face cloth right on there on the counter, you don't touch it. Don't touch that one. I'll get you a fresh one out of the linen closet. (laughs) I wouldn't even trust that. Don't even use that. I don't even trust your detergent, sir. (laughs) There's not enough bleach in the world. All right. Uh, fuck. Let's be a little more serious. Okay. Now. Okay. Um, so I think most people know, <laughs> most people know this, and I'll set this up for you in case you are unaware. Because maybe you're listening from uh, the States. We actually have a lot of podcast listeners from the States. So thanks for that. That's awesome. U.S., Mexico, and the U.K. Crazy amount of listeners there. Um, so back well over, it was like a, well over a week ago, we had a hockey commentator by the name of Don Cherry. He got fired for some comments that he made that some found to be quite racist. Um, I think that we don't need to go into any more detail about Don, right? Now, if you want to hear the story, just go back a couple of podcasts because we talked about it last week. Thank you. Perfect. So... More recently, we have a nationally syndicated uh, talk show here. It's called The Social. And there is a panelist on The Social who was talking about Don Cherry being fired for his comments. This is what Jess Allen of the CTV's The Social had to say. Because I don't worship at the, the altar of hockey. There's a certain type of person in my mind, in my experience, who does. And they all tended to be white boys who weren't, um, let's say, very nice They were not generally thoughtful. They were often bullies. Uh, Their parents were able to afford to put them, you know, spend $5,000 a year on minor hockey instead of $5,000, a lot of money. You could do other things besides spending your time in an arena. You could go on a trip and learn about the world, see other things, eh? Instant reaction. So I hadn't heard that before you played it for me this morning. I saw it trending on mm -hmm. Twitter, but I hadn't actually listened to it. What did you think when you first heard it? Um, I know you've heard it several times since then, so you've had time to think about it. What was your first reaction, and now what do you think? Okay, so full disclosure, I am a rep sports parent, and I've done that trek to the arena for 6 a.m. I've done those road trips to tournaments in Cleveland and Baltimore and Long Island and Lake Placid and Lansing, Michigan, Mm -hmm. all over the place. Mm -hmm. So I feel like she was speaking directly to me and my kid. Because I feel like she was singling out my kid when she says that. And and she's way off base, by the way, when she says $5,000. First off, if you play real high-level rep, if you're playing like AAA hockey, it's a lot more than $5,000. It is. If you're playing house league, it's more like a couple hundred bucks. So calm down. Other than that, 
No, I don't think my kid is a bully. I think he's an incredibly thoughtful young man. And I don't appreciate the generalization. And a lot of people, much like they did with Don Cherry, are getting caught up in the semantics of this. They're saying, well, Don didn't actually say immigrants. In this particular case, this woman is saying, well, from my experience, okay, you, you said from your experience But you were still very much generalizing about hockey itself. It started off as a broader conversation about hockey. And I found that very offensive. Mm -hmm. Now, I feel like we have to walk a bit of a line here as broadcasters. Because I personally do not agree with this cancel culture. People are very woke. and, And they get upset about something and they demand it be taken off the air. Rather than just do the much easier alternative, change the channel, change the station. I mean, you have that freedom as someone who controls the television in your home. If you disagree with what was said on TV, you can absolutely change the channel. If you want to let that broadcaster know, hey, just so you know, I was offended by this and I'm not going to watch the show anymore. Yeah, I guess that's fair game too. This calling for someone's head, this they've got to go immediately. They're disgusting. That I don't agree with because at the end of the day, much like Coach's Corner is an opinion segment from a commentator, so is the social. Right. So for everybody who, like me, is offended by that, I'm not part of the hashtag fire Jess Allen. Um, There's kind of a miss. Well, in my opinion, some people thought that she apologized yesterday once I was looking at comments, it actually wasn't an apology, but it should be noted in the opening segment on Wednesday's show. Okay. So that comment that you just heard happened Tuesday on Wednesday's show, she opened the show acknowledging that she realized she struck a nerve with a lot of people added. It was only from her own experiences. She did not mean to offend hockey families and their children. What else was Uh, she trying to do? She addressed uh, that. She understands the sport does good things for communities and families across the country. Okay. But I don't think she really does know. Like, I mean, she has no experience with it whatsoever. Um, for those, was wondering no she does not even have children um which is fine you can still have an opinion without having kids but you do understand when you have children the need and the positivity that being a part of a community a team whatever the case might be including uh, hockey like all those things you just mentioned how important that is and so many people are tweeting their own experiences, too, and talking about their children and how great it's been for them. A teacher texted us this morning on the text line letting us know that they have so many boys in their class. It was like 16 boys and only nine girls. Anyway, the majority of them that play hockey are very respectful. They stay out of trouble because they do it, etc., etc. So lots of points to be made here. Let me read to you something that somebody posted on my Facebook, and I think this will put it in perspective for Jess Allen and anybody else who heard that and cheered her on as she was doing it. From a hockey parent, one of my friends asked, why do you pay so much money and spend so much time running around just for your son to play hockey? Well, I have a confession to make. I don't pay for my son's hockey or his skates, pads, helmet, and uniform or his ice time, clinics, and camps. So if I'm not paying for hockey, what am I paying for? I pay for those moments when my son becomes so tired, he feels like quitting, but doesn't. I pay for the opportunity that my son can have and have to make lifelong friendships. I pay for the chance that he may have amazing instructors that are going to teach him hockey is not just about a game, but it's about life. I pay for my child to learn to be disciplined. I pay for my son to learn to take care of his body. 
I pay for my son to learn to work with others and to be a proud, supportive, kind, and respectful team member. I pay for my child to learn to deal with disappointment when he doesn't get the score he hoped for or when he falls during a breakaway or he practiced a thousand times but still doesn't get it right but is determined to do his best next time. I pay for my son to learn to make and accomplish goals. I pay for my son to learn that it takes hours and hours and hours of hard work and practice to create a champion and that success does not happen overnight. I pay so my son can be in the rink instead of in front of a screen. I could go on, but to be short, I don't pay for hockey. I pay for those opportunities that hockey provides my child to develop attributes that will serve him well throughout his life and give him the opportunity to bless the lives of others. From what I have seen for many, many years, I think it was a great investment. Okay, well here, said. Here. Well said. Well said. There's been a lot of well said And that's said not comments. unique to hockey, by the way. That's something a lot of parents feel that way no matter what sport they play. Hockey, lacrosse, uh, football, basketball, volleyball, cheerleading, dance. Um, what am I forgetting? Uh, soccer, baseball. And the list goes on and on and on. Okay, so we did a podcast on Monday before Don Cherry had been fired. Yep. Okay, we talked about his comments. It was several hours later he was fired. We're now doing a podcast. It is Thursday, November 14th. We're talking about this this morning. Do you foresee, and keep in mind this is a different um, network, okay? So that was Rogers that fired Don Cherry. So a lot of people are saying, well, if you did it to him, you'll, you should do it to her. First of all, it's a different company, so they can do whatever they decide to do. Sure. Do you foresee them letting her go after all of this? It's still top trending in Canada. I should mention this hashtag is still top top trending for almost 24 hours straight now. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I don't think they're going to get rid of her. I don't. I think Do you that think they, they'll get rid of her from the show, but keep her employed. No. I don't even think they're going to take her off the show. Just a guess. But what I do think they should do is they put out that statement yesterday, but not once did it say, I'm sorry. It acknowledged that some people were upset, but it wasn't an apology. I do think that she needs to recognize that she did offend a lot of people with those statements. And I get why some people are upset. One thing that really frustrates me here is there's too many people comparing this to the Don Cherry scenario. Right. Let's keep in mind, Don Cherry was not talking about hockey. It was a hockey broadcast, but he was talking about nothing to do with hockey. Mm-hmm. It was poppies and it was immigrants. And and people are quick to point out here, okay, well, Jess singled out a group. Jess said things that were hurtful to a lot of people. And yeah, in that sense, I guess you could draw a correlation. I feel like their conversation on the social, though, was so sidetracked. Her point, bringing up her point um, about, well, that he is kind of a leader of a group of bad people, essentially, was just really off, off topic anyway. Oh. When they were talking about his firing and then they went from that to... All, you know, hot people who play hockey, for the most part, are white, privileged little boys kind of thing and bullies. I don't know. I found it to be so off topic when I watched it in full, when I watched the full conversation from the start of the show. Mm-hmm. And lot- I think we can get sidetracked really easily on these topics. Absolutely. A lot of people are asking if she faces repercussions, will the co-hosts of The Social? Uh, a lot of people notice that Ron Great McLean... Point. Ron McLean put out a statement. He had to apologize. I think he had to apologize. I'm pretty sure that came from the higher ups, although I don't know that for sure. He had to apologize the next night on hometown hockey and people criticized Ron because he didn't stop Don Cherry. He was complacent. 
didn't say a word, didn't interject, didn't disagree. He let Don go on with his rant. He even nodded along and changed the subject. To me, in the clip that I saw of The Social when this happened on Tuesday, it seems very much like the same thing. The co-host just nodded along. They didn't interject. And by the way, isn't The Social pre-taped? Yeah, so apparently it is pre-taped. It doesn't go live. Here, it's like 1 o'clock or whatever. It goes on TV. But yeah, it is apparently pre-taped. I, I can't really confirm that. Did they um, not anticipate there'd be backlash here? I, I'm i not sure. And it's funny because I think a lot of people don't watch the show. And so what happened here is, well, they don't. Because what happened here is a lot of people didn't know who Jess Allen was at all. Um, but watch the video that's going viral. So it's right. the video that's not going viral. So people didn't watch the show th- uh, Tuesday and get outraged. They watched it after the fact, which is why this is kind of a slow burn here because we're it happened on Tuesday. We started hearing about it yesterday, and now here we are on Thursday morning, and it's still top trending. The people, in case you're wondering, that she works with, okay, um, one of which is Melissa Grello. I know Melissa. Yeah, nice girl. So yeah, um, on the panel, she was she had her back 100, percent and she seems to continue to on Twitter. In case you're curious, somebody tweeted absolutely appalled on the comments from Jessica Al- uh, from Jess Allen and Melissa should be ashamed for going along with it. Um, she replied, "Not only am I not ashamed, I'm extremely proud of our show, giving a voice to people who usually don't get one. Ever heard of punching down? That's what Cherry did. What we did is provide the other side, other perspectives." Um, so I'm not anyway, sure that I understand that punching down reference. I'm not sure either, but today I think will be an interesting day because we'll find out. If it happens, it's going to happen today. I'm not a fan of the cancel culture. I said that right yep. at the beginning of this. Yeah, I, No, I'm with you. I didn't, I didn't ask for Don Cherry's head, and I'm not asking for Jess Allen's head either. Do you think she should apologize? It no, doesn't mean that it, what she said. If she doesn't want to apologize, no. Don Cherry was given an opportunity to apologize. He didn't want to because that's what he believes in. If she wants to stand for what she believes in, great. But it might cost her her job, and she has to realize that. And that's a decision that the executives at Bell will have to make. And I don't envy it. I mean... No. It's a tough... They're in a tough position right now. Especially when you're paid to give an opinion Mm -hmm. or to weigh in on something as a pundit. You will likely, with the very polarized population that we all live with end up offending somebody. And if it's going to come down to that, every time you offend somebody, no matter how great the offense is or how terrible the offense is, you get fired. There's not going to be television and radio for very long. One thing's for sure, Bell Media, they're not stupid. They know that their main and their key demographic has been offended the most. Well, they are... Moms uh, with kids who are in sports. Yeah. And dads who are fans of that seem to be the most outraged to me from when looking on social media. Do you think she'll get fired? I think they might make a change on the panel. To be honest with you, she isn't even a permanent member of the panel. For those that don't know, there's four people that are permanent members of the, of the panel, and I believe she's not one of them. She really? comes in as, as the fifth, if I'm not mistaken, unless they've changed the show since I know it. I could see her doing a little bit less for the time being until they hope this blows over. You know what I think bothers me the most about what she said? It was right near the end when she was talking about, oh, you parents spend $5,000. Don't you think you could spend $5,000 on something better? Why don't you travel the world and, and experience different places, eh? And it was such a frustrating thing to listen to because if you don't think that I haven't seen some amazing places that I never would have gone to Mm -hmm, for sports specifically but I think this just again shows the disconnect she does not understand that culture that rep sports culture and unless you're in it maybe you wouldn't but before you comment on it maybe you should learn a little bit about it that's all I'm saying there 
I've done those trips and I've met some lifelong friends in parents of kids that were on my son's teams and I'll hang out with them until none of us can drive anymore. That's great. And the fact that um, when we were in uh, Washington, we all went and took a tour of the uh, the Washington Monument and the U.S. House of Representatives. The fact that when we were in Annapolis, we went to see the naval shipyards. Those are places I wouldn't have gone on a vacation, but I did because of sports. And she should really make an effort to get a little bit better educated on that. That's exactly it. I think that's what it comes down to. If she's going to double down. This is the thing. And like I said off the top, she doesn't have uh, uh, kids in, so she wouldn't know too much about organized sports specifically. And yeah, that's why you do have to be educated before you speak an opinion on something so strongly, I think. All right, we've gone very, very, very long here, everyone. If you want to weigh in on this, there's so many different ways to reach us. DM us, uh, call into the live radio show tomorrow morning, 5.30 till 9.30. You can text us at 519-571-BEAT. I want to just end this by saying what I said there, I realize, doesn't speak for everybody. And I realize that there are probably people out there that agree with Jess, that think, oh, you b- bunch of hockey boys are just a bunch of bullies. Sure, from their own experiences, they might that might be that way. And we're not taking away from anyone's experiences because your experiences are your own. How do you find an entire hockey team that's a bunch of bullies? Or do you just know one or two hockey players that you don't care for? I don't understand that. In any case, uh, whether you agree or disagree, we thank you for hearing our side of the story and listening to the podcast, and we put these out regularly. So hit the subscribe button, and future episodes will be coming out soon. In fact, there's definitely going to be one tomorrow because it's a missed Connections Day on the beat. That's right. Can't wait.